Welcome to the Third Church Student Ministry Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Third Church Student Ministry Podcast. Um, This week we've got Allie Cranmer joining us, and I'm going to throw to her and give a little intro in just a second. Just want to remind everyone that this is uh, chapter two. If you want to uh, follow along in the book, it's personal. We're on the chapter called Do You Know My Name? And that is why we've asked Allie to join us today to talk through that chapter, uh, share some stories, uh, and leave you guys with a challenge. So um, let's take it away. Allie, jump on in. So yeah, I am Allie. Hey, hey. Um, And I get to do Next Gen Ministry here at Third Church. And I've been in ministry for about 10 years here at Third, and then I was in and at a different church in the Chicagoland area before that. I have a family, two little girls and a husband, and we're in a very fun, adventurous, and busy time of our life (laughs) with a seven and a five-year-old. You can only imagine Mm -hmm. that that is a different kind of busy. And so... I love this chapter, Brett. Thanks for asking me to just help out with this chapter in particular about the name and knowing people's names. Yeah. Well, jump on in. Give us some of your takeaways from the chapter. You know, I think I realized more and more as I read the chapter that I have actually learned a lot from you in particular. Brett is excellent at knowing people's names. He always has been. It's one of the things I've always admired about him is that he knew students, and I remember watching him interact with students at the mix and him saying their name instead of bud or girl, which was my go-to all the time. Uh, But it also, this chapter made me reflect on why we transitioned high school ministry into house groups, and it was to become more personal and intentional. And yeah, it never felt great when we did high school ministry before, and I was calling everyone bud or girl because I couldn't get to know them any deeper. And so, yeah, anyways, it was really great to be able to just look into the chapter and read more about the significance of the name. There were some pretty specific stories in this chapter that just stuck out to me from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I um, when, uh, when you and I were kind of going through our um, like how we were going to do this podcast and how we were going to lay it out, um, we both thought it was interesting how both of uh, last episode's takeaways were in kind of name-related, and this whole chapter is name-related. So part of me is like, oh, did you know? Are we double dipping, or is it that it's so it's so right? Yeah, it's such a big yeah. part of having a personal relational ministry with your small group, with a group of people in any c- mm-hmm. capacity. Um, so. Um, thank you for the compliment. I do try very hard to know uh, people's names, and I think the one, <laughs> the horror story I have of why I have this um, uh, desire to not uh, relive uh, the story that I'm about to share is uh, we were at a high school football game, and and I was I was new, so I barely knew the kids to begin with, so that's kind of my one defense. But I knew. It was like two guys sitting next to each other, and I knew one of them. And then the other one was like, what's my name, Brett? And I was like, Tim? And he's like, no, not even close. So, And I, you could just see he was kind of like joking, but then it kind of bugged him. He's like, dude, I was in your yeah. youth group for like two years. Yep. It's like, oh, I hate that feeling, and I don't yeah. want to have it again. Um, so that's, that's why uh, – 
yeah, we're talking a lot about names and the impact of names. For so sure. um, takeaway for me from the chapter, um, a couple, I'm just going to read a couple sections um, that kind of go together. Um, on, uh, on page 24, it says, In every area of life, we can be better leaders, communicators, parents, friends, and volunteers if we know people's names. And again, that's one of those things where it's like, right. if you stop and think, everyone would agree that that's important. Bosses yeah. know that they need to know their employees' names no matter how many they have, that kind of thing. And then on the next page, it says, when you start correctly saying someone's name, you can foster a sense of belonging and build mm-hmm. positive relationships in a classroom, a small group in our context, which are crucial for healthy social, uh, psychological, I was like, how do you pronounce that <laughs> word, and educational outcomes. And then finally, I'm going to read this this last part, and then we'll, we'll go back to you, Allie. Um, I thought it was really interesting. It says, maybe you won't hear a fourth grader or, again, in our context, middle schooler, high schooler, college age or beyond person say, thank you for remembering my name. I will never be the same because you pronounced it right. But that doesn't mean that they didn't notice. And it doesn't mean that when you're around a parent and you can show them that you know that you Mm -hmm. know their child's Mm -hmm. name, the impact that that does, like, oh, there's another person out there who cares about my child. I'm right. not the only one. There's other advocates for my child out there. So Yeah. Yeah, one of the stories in the chapter, which this book does such a great job of including great stories. And so one of the stories in the chapter that really stuck out to me was um, they were talking about one of the head people in education in New York City. And she moved here and was Spanish native speaking and kept going to her school, but they had their family got a phone call saying that they she wasn't showing up. Mm-hmm. And the dad was like, what's going on? I know I've been dropping her off. Well, it's because the teacher didn't know how to say her name correctly. But I just think that was an interesting story because that was so impactful for her that she decided that from that point on that that was not going to be how New York school systems were going to be anymore. And because she was mm-hmm. in such an influential position, she could declare that and actually make that work and change that. It makes, you know, just recently... Our girls and I were talking, and I am notorious, for whatever reason, in the last month or two of calling our girls every name but their own until the end. And I remember that as a kid, too, where my mom would call me my sister's name, both dogs' names, like, and then it would be, yep. oh, Allie. And our oldest, Mercy, looked at me and said, Mom, why, why don't you say my name first? Why do you go through everyone else's name? And I realized in that moment that in my task-driven nature that I can often lose the moment and just want to get the task done instead of taking the time to reflect mm-hmm. and be personal in it. And that's a place that I'm trying to work on. I know it's, it's like I said, it's only been really a week since that conversation with Mercy. But for me, that was significant because I don't think I realized how that impacted her until she said it. Mm-hmm. Because I never really articulated that to my parents. But then to think about that with students too, whenever I just say, hey girl or hey bud, that well, hey, you've met my, you've met me, and you know my name. Yeah. Why wouldn't you use that instead? And then to be brave and say, "Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, I forgot that." Yep. Kind of stinks too, but at least you're being brave in the honesty. And so, yeah, I think those are some of my takeaways from it. Yeah, and I think even um, from a from a small group perspective, if you um, are only wanting to like, hey, we got to get through the small group questions, yeah. or. Um, hey, you can't share that story right now because it's not on topic or whatever the situation is, 
if we if we always are leaning that way rather than leaning towards the getting to know the students better, it almost works against you yeah, in the long run because sure. you want the more you know the dynamics in your group, the more that you know. And again, it's any group. Yes. An adult small group, your coworkers, whoever it is. The more you get to know them on a personal level, the better you'll be able to relate to them, the more you'll know their story so that if something happens, you're like, I think I understand why that happened because I know what's going on at home, et cetera. For sure. Um, All right. So I'm going to uh, share a challenge uh, to everyone who's listening, and then Allie's going to share one as well. Um, There were three... Uh, they, well, there's a long list um, in the in the chapter, but there's three that I thought were really interesting, um, again, associated with knowing people's names. Mm-hmm. The first one is uh, to say their name out loud yeah. uh, repetitively. And um, so especially the first night that you meet them, for example, if you're sitting in a circle, like every time that you talk to Jane, who's to your left, you know, say, thank you, Jane. Right. Uh, Jane, do you have a question? Jane, do you want to share? Yes. And then... That will that will help. Um, it's how our brains are wired. And then the other one is pronouncing the name correctly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if it's a um, if the spelling is unique, um, or like the story you shared of that girl, it's like, can I teach you how to say right, my name? Right. Just because you think yeah. it's complicated doesn't mean that it's impossible. Well, and doesn't the book even talk about? One of the leaders and authors in the book shared how she phonetically ended up writing out a student's yeah. name, mm-hmm. which I loved that because, yeah, there's sometimes just different spellings, which then make me think of a different name and to actually phonetically write it out so you get it correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, nicknames. So if mm-hmm. their full name is Adeline or Madison, but mm-hmm. they want to go by Addie or Maddie, right. that's the kind of thing that they'll feel honored when you yes. ask them, do you want me to call you that or do you want me to call you this? Are you Robert or are you Bobby? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the final um, one of this list of takeaways is discover their story behind their name. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's <laughs> this one's interesting for me because um, in my family, I, I famously have a name that has no meaning. My parents thought I was going to be Christina. So they had no backup plan. Uh, I was born in Denver, Colorado, so they opened the Denver phone book, turned to Smith, and started at A. And when they got to Brett, they're like, yeah. Why Smith? Just they That was the okay, most yeah, list yeah. of names because yes. it's such a common name. So they just stopped at Brett. They're like, yeah, that you good? I'm good. All right, get that birth certificate. Brett Allen Weirsma, here we go. I love that um, story. Sorry if mom and dad are listening. I love you. Um but and it and it bugged me for a while, but I know how much they care about me, so it's not like I it, it impacted my life mm-hmm. too much. But I think the the example is still there. Like, hey, Florence is what the example they have in the chapter. Florence is a beautiful name. Is that is there a right. family yeah. name attached to that or whatever? So I think if you know, uh, if you get to know their name, you say it correctly, and you know the story behind it, it's just going to help. Overall, the the impact of, of you knowing their their story and their family system is is only going to help you in the long run. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think one of my challenges in it was so the story, the Bible character they're looking at in this chapter is Zacchaeus, and I just found it interesting that Jesus would call Zacchaeus by name, and I wanted to know what Zacchaeus actually meant. So I ended up mm. looking it up, and it means clean and pure. And that was so significant for me to realize about Zacchaeus because the Lord, I feel like, 
was not only using his name and making it personal in that way, but was prophetically proclaiming and declaring his true identity through his name. And I just love that because I, you know, I, there is a prophetic piece to us being named our specific names and there's intentionality, whether our parents meant it or not, that when we declare someone's name, we're actually giving and encouraging the true identity of the person. And so I think for me, that was my challenge in it. Like, okay, do I know those I care about their names? And then I even wonder for a small group leader, what if all small group leaders actually learned the names and the meaning of their, their students' names? And then not only said their name correctly, but started praying into the meanings of their names because the Lord wants to do big things through that. Mm-hmm. Do you know the meaning of your name? Um. I think I looked it up one time and it was like Conqueror of Britons oh, or something. So you that's know, fun. That sounds awesome, like militarily. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Do you know yours? Mine is Helper of Mankind. And yeah, so just in- it's just interesting for me to know that. The Lord, at, so for Elle, our youngest, we had miscarried right before her. And I was at IHOP in Kansas City and the Lord gave me Eliana as a name. We weren't pregnant or anything, but that name means for whom we've prayed. Oh, and that, I love that. So as soon as we got pregnant, I knew it was going to be a girl, which may sound weird, but I knew it was going to be a girl. And But I love telling her that story because, yeah, like we prayed that the Lord would do something huge in that, and they gave, and the Lord gave us Elle, and she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways. She is. And I think um, I, I love that the, the the meanings of the names, I wonder how many... Again, in our context, middle school, high school, young adults do know their names. Right. Um, and I mean, they might know, like, hey, we named you because your grandma or your grandpa, but do they know what that name right. means? Um, so they might know that's the story, but not the the meaning behind it. So I think that would be cool um, anytime there's an opportunity to get to know uh, your students. You guys should take it. So, Allie, thank you so much Thanks, for um, joining us on this podcast. I just want to share uh, one final thing at the very end of the chapter, and then we'll go, we'll take it for the day. So it says, whether you realize it or not, there is a kid or teenager stuck in a tree looking for someone who will stop. They're quietly wondering, is there anyone out there who will acknowledge me, remember me, connect with me, or engage with me? So wanted to leave you with that challenge as we depart for today. And thank you again for joining us on our Third Church Student Ministry podcast. Next time we're together, we will be in Chapter 3, which is called, Do You Know What Matters to Me? Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Third Church Student Ministry podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and to your ministry. 